0: Maxims for self-improvement. One, there is no improvement too small. People often stagnate on the path of self-improvement because a small step is beneath them and a large step is unmanageable. Small positive changes, however, add up to large improvements over time. Say you're an unwilling homebody with mild self-induced agoraphobia. You desire to be comfortable in public places and to interact confidently with others. You know that you could take a short walk around your house with only slight discomfort but you declined to take this step because you would have to realize your inadequacy. Inadequate though you may currently be, consistently taking this small step will reduce the fear that accompanies it. Soon, you'll be brave enough to walk around your neighborhood, then to interact with fellow walkers, then to take a short drive, then to go to the store, etc. Before you know it, you will have become the comfortable, confident person you set out to be, all because you decided that a small step wasn't beneath you. 2. Compete with your past self. Don't compare yourself to who someone else is today, compare yourself to who you were yesterday, or five minutes ago. The playing field is fair when competing against your past self, but unfair when competing against others. 3. Be consistent. Results usually come from consistent, long-term action. Keep in mind that the improvement curve varies greatly with the pursuit. Strength training, for example, follows a trajectory of diminishing returns, The more trained one becomes the more training is required to cause adaptation however creative pursuits such as writing acting art etc may admit of years of consistent dedication without results then a sudden explosion in popularity four reward yourself for steps forward punish yourself for steps backward this way you have something to run toward and away from five embody the hero the hero bounces back from failure feels no small step is beneath her, consistently takes positive action, disregards negative thoughts, feels inspired by others, empowers others to improve themselves, and started out like any of us. Six, the process is more important than the outcome. This is for a few reasons. Firstly, the improvement process is what generates results. You don't just come up with a goal or desired outcome and achieve it. Rather, you make a plan that leads to the goal. Secondly, achievement of a goal can leave one directionless. If the outcome is all that's motivating you, then motivation vanishes when you you realize this outcome. Contrast this with rooting your motivation in the process, falling in love with strength training, for example. In this case, motivation is linked to something permanent, assuming you're alive. Thirdly, certain goals may be unattainable, which is detrimental if one's satisfaction hinges on them. Consider instead deriving satisfaction from going through the improvement process. If you're alive, this source of satisfaction is always available. 7. Design your life so that it's easy to do things that are self-beneficial and hard to do things that are self-detrimental. If you know you have a tendency to overindulge, for example, remove the option to do so. Let's say you have a flaming Hot Lime Cheetos addiction. To beat this habit, you should remove all cues of your addiction, which may entail throwing away your stash, visiting a different supermarket, not sitting on the Cheetos lounge chair, etc. Telling a friend, or better yet, everyone you know about your addiction can also help by increasing the social cost of relapse.